you looking to start a podcast or know someone who wants to start a podcast? Well, if you're unsure or just don't know where to start, just look up Buzzsprout. We've been using Buzzsprout from the beginning and we absolutely love it. They even have a YouTube channel where they'll help you get started on your journey. So head over to Buzzsprout to get started. That's B-U-Z-Z. S-P-R-O-U-T dot com. Again, B-U-Z-Z-S-P-R-O-U-T dot com. Happy podcasting. Uh, baby, you're my coat, 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 coat. Uh, she got me feeling like a dope fiend. Uh, I'm addicted to a black queen, a black queen. Baby, you're my coat, 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 coat. She got me feeling like a dope fiend. Uh, I'm addicted to a black queen, a black queen. Welcome back to Love Life After. I am Christelle and Belinda, and we have a hey. special um, guest with us today who's, well, she's actually coming back. So I'm going to go ahead and let her introduce herself. Okay? Me? <laughs> uh, hey, y'all. It's Olivia. Plus one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Her baby is um, joining us too, so yeah. By the way, I love the name Bolivia. I think that is so pretty. Thank you. And we have a special guest too. She's quiet, but she's probably going to be talking later. And she's so cute. Just more nice picture. Sorry, that was oh, yeah. mommy talking. <laughs> so yeah, so y'all remember Bolivia. Bolivia's, um, she's been an alumni of Love Life After for a minute. So, but yeah, glad to have you back with a new special guest, (laughs) Jazara. But yeah, we're I'm excited to have y'all back on. I've been well, you back on because I've been talking about it for a while. But thank you for coming back. Thank you for having me. All right. So, um, before we start, I just want to know how y'all been doing. How's y'all week? How y'all been? What's been going on? What's new? But well, with you, what's new? That's an interesting question to ask moms, right? Yeah, right. We're <laughs> like, where do we start? Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> no, it, it's it's been, you know, our usual busy, but every week you get used to the busy, you become a pro at it. You know, that's the best way I could put it. Or you yeah. do your best at it, one or the other. What about you, Bolivia? <laughs> what's, what's new? Well, what's new since we've seen you, since you've been online, since first season? We're like season four. What's season seven? seven. Oh my god! <laughs> um, <laughs> four years see. later. Yeah. Oh, it's been that long. It's been four years. <laughs> Let's see. I had a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, I got engaged. Uh huh. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, we bought a house. Uh huh. And I'm a stay-at-home mom now. Yeah. Oh, and oh. she she's a real estate agent too. I heard that wasn't so easy. So give yourself more. Thank you. (laughs) Well, how was how was y'all Valentine's Day? I'm curious. Because last time we talked about Valentine's Day and how people should you know celebrate it. So how was y'all Valentine's Day? Mm. I'm gonna start. I had three dates. Two that I didn't plan on inviting. 
but they crashed my date. <laughs> but no, because, you know, I still worked. So I still worked and, like, I was off at four. You know, one of those, you know, like, mommies, we shop for ourselves last, right? Right. So DJ made me go shop for myself. When I say made me, even when I got to the store, I still didn't want to do it. He was like, no, you're getting this. And it was simple stuff like bras. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like he made me get bras because I he told like, me he like, made you get a bra because you didn't want to buy anything for yourself. <laughs> he was like, I gotta get this for the kids. He was like, No, you're getting this. So we did that, did some more shopping, and then um, came home. We bought dinner. Came home, thought we were gonna have a nice, you know, grown up dinner and everything. Had wine and all these gifts. And- my almost two-year-old pulled his little green chair close to our table like okay (laughs) it's time to eat together but it was great though it was super cute and it was great what did you do for valentine's day um we didn't really do valentine's day because we don't really do because our anniversary is the 12th of february okay oh we had gone out of town for the weekend okay And then he brought flowers on actual Valentine's Day, something mm-hmm. he doesn't normally do, but he said he saw the other man doing it, so he decided. <laughs> <laughs> I love the honesty. <laughs> right. But we, yeah, we don't really do much when yeah. it comes to Valentine's Day. We talked about how, like, men were doing things just because they see other men do it. We, were yeah. like, we don't and want I, that type of gift. <laughs> so I guess Bolivia uh, proves it that that's what men do. <laughs> They see yeah. other men doing it. They say, "Hey, let's do it too." That's, That's funny. funny. What'd you do? I work. <laughs> I work most of the day, and then I came home and watched Netflix. But yeah, I did get some gifts. Yeah, Netflix and chill, huh? By myself, cause keep working. <laughs> I Netflix and chill by myself. It was nice. I had a good time. But like I told I- you, I don't celebrate Valentine's Day, so. But it was nice. Were y'all nice to yourselves on okay. Valentine's Day? Because we talked about that. Did y'all love on y'all some more on that day? Because I know I did. I think I did. I I did by watching my Netflix. I sat in the bed and watched. <laughs> I watched Olivia's New Amsterdam. Like, huh? Bolivia's like, wait a minute. Did I love on myself more than yeah, I, I don't think that was on a Monday. That's last Monday, right? Uh, Tuesday. Tuesday. It was Tuesday. No, I didn't. Okay, so you gotta make you still got some time to make it up for yourself. So you gotta get yourself something, massage I, something. I got me some plants over the weekend. Okay. Yeah, I went plant shopping, so I made up for it. She's a That's plant awesome. lover. I'd kill any plant I come in contact. I tell BJ don't forget just they would die. They're cute to look at, but they will die under my care. So it depends on what you get. You gotta get something that doesn't need a lot of care, like a snake plant. Ooh, yeah okay so that's the good thank you for saying that because and i don't want to plant and i've been trying to figure out which one to get her she want to start you know growing she want to have plant babies so i'm like okay i don't know what to get you but because the only plant that survived with me is my aloes and that's it all the other plants like all my plants died but my aloes they like blossom so good so i'm not the only plant killer no okay <laughs> Pretty easy too. Aloes and snake plant and pothos. That's the ones you see everywhere, always in the store, and it's hanging and it's trailing. Mm-hmm. It's Those, called what? It's called a pothos. Pothos. Yeah. I said pothos for a second. Sorry, right, me y'all. too. 
<laughs> so yeah, but I guess if y'all need any plants, make sure y'all hit up Belinda. She'll tell y'all about it. I don't know nothing about plants. And I apologize for my voice, y'all. It's been like, ugh. You sound good. And remember, we talked about it. People get what they get, okay? Right. What you get offered that day is what they get, I know okay? that's right. I know that's right. But yeah, so yeah, it was good, like, hearing all y'all, you know, adventure. Being a mom, it's a lot. It takes a lot of toll on us. It takes a lot of toll, like, on the baby, but especially on the mom right so i just want us to like talk a little bit about that so i know um belinda you wanted you was one of the reasons i wanted to um touch base on this topic so yes i have a million questions for you girl <laughs> no i i did want to ask you how is it different this time around you know like with this new baby how do you feel you know physically mentally how how is it different? What's different about it? Well, the difference is ten years because <laughs> well, almost ten years because I had what Victoria at thirty one, London at twenty one. So having her at forty, it it's been physically I'm still healing. Okay, physically I'm still healing. Okay, um, the postpartum part of it was. I, I'm sure I had it with the first two, but this go around, it it hit me way worse. The whole the crying, the whole sitting and staring out of space and and crying and not knowing why. The whole everything is a level one hundred. <laughs> Nothing is normal. The the response and reactions, the stuff was just extra dramatic. Right. Um, in some cases, I had my reasons, but in other situations, I knew it was a postpartum. Yeah. Um, and it was a whole lot of trying to be mindful of my responses to people and give myself grace, even when mm -hmm. I felt like I wasn't receiving grace. Mm -hmm. um, but also, too, not taking into account that I had the help here because I'm used to doing it by myself. Okay. So even with that, that was tough to deal with because everything happened at once. It was um, me moving, getting pregnant, having a baby, getting engaged. Everything was boom, 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 and then not working anymore. So it was like a whole lot of new. Yeah, a lot of changes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So it's like a whole new person. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Different chapter, whole new person, new challenges, but you seem to be doing really well. So definitely give yourself that kudos because, I mean, and you said, you said you had your baby at 40. Mm -hmm. Let me just tell you how awesome that is too, right? Because a lot of women feel like they have to have babies at like a younger, younger age. And I'm like, hello, check out Bolivia. postpartum <laughs> 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 or whatever, but she's, she's doing it. So there's still hope for you if you're out there thinking, um, no, you're not. You, mm -hmm. I don't think you're. You're too old to have a baby at any age. Was it Miss Sarah? Sarah. It was Sarah, not Mary. Did you just went, did you go business? 70. Yeah. No, I think that's so awesome. So I'm just, you're truly like, you know, you're showing people like you have to do things at your own time, not society's time, which I love, love, love. Right, right. I'm excited about that. Do you have, so you have the support? I do. I do. I do. 
Yeah. Well, I remember she was saying, she actually said it on the podcast too. She said, she, if she meet the right person, then she will give them another child. And I that's did. What, yeah, I think, uh, oh my God, I gotta be careful what I put in the app. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what she did. So I'm guessing I'm happy that you met the right person to yeah. have your your last one. <laughs> yes, last. <laughs> you putting it out there, are you sure? Mm, yes, I'm I'm gonna put it out there because it, it was up in the air for another one. I don't think I can do it. Uh, no more. But yeah, let me say, I want to say this real quick. So postpartum depression is a really serious mental health problem that a lot of people don't really like know about. It's, it's major. And sometimes people have it and not know about it. You know, like you could be going through like, just like Bolivia was saying, like she was crying, um, not knowing really what was going on with her. She was just, it was something. But knowing now, like, would you have changed? Like, would you have like seen any sign to change? Um, there really wasn't any, and I thought about it, and mm-hmm. there really wasn't any, much of anything that I could do, mm-hmm. um, differently, and the thing that a lot of people don't understand, too, when you have a lot of outside factors, and mm-hmm. people wanting what they want, and people wanting you to do what they want you to do, that plays a part in it, too, um, and I did have people offer to help, but I just wanted time to and be with my baby mm-hmm. and sometimes people didn't understand that yeah. they're like we want to see you we want to see baby you need to be thankful that people want to help and that's cool but when someone wants space you gotta mm-hmm. give them space especially right. just giving birth right um, and in some instances i didn't get that um mm-hmm. you know it was a you know kind of pushy um or whatever yeah um but there's like not really much of anything that I could do because everything was mentally and, and emotional. Right. Yeah. And I try to curb my, you know, you try to taper your responses, mm-hmm. but it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. It's not easy when, especially if you don't know if, I mean, if you don't really know how to accept the help that you're getting to, Right, and you're feeling stressed out. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not feeling well. It's a, it's a overall, it's a huge adjustment. Right, mentally, physically, emotionally, all of that. Right. How did you come to figure out and like realize, like, oh, I think you know this is postpartum. Like, what made you? Oh no, we just think that you know maybe we're just tired or whatever. So how how could you tell? How did you know? When. Um, Tosh found me in the closet in the dark, sitting in the middle of the floor crying. Oh, okay. And then when it got to the point of actually being around people, and he would have to kind of act like a coach to kind of, you know, get me prepared to see people. And then he would have to tell me, okay, sit here, finish your crying, get yourself together, and then come out. That's when I kind of knew what it was and then even after that um going out in public because i had had covid the year before well i had covid february 2021 and then i got pregnant i got pregnant 2022 so no 
November, not, not October 2021. So leading up to that, I was still kind of like hesitant to be around people because of COVID. Um, so then after having her, it was magnified. The anxiety of being in public and being around people. So there were even times where we would pull up somewhere and I would just start crying. Oh no. And then as far as grocery shopping, he does all the grocery shopping because I can't do the, I can't really do the grocery store. Mm. So that's when I knew something wasn't right. Did you, did you like talk to your doctor about it? Like, what did you, what did you do? Like, you know, cause like, I can imagine like, if I'm in it, how do I get myself out of it? Like how, you know, what do I do? Who do I go to? You know? Um, I, I found a therapist okay. so to her. I started, I actually started a prayer group oh, because wow. around that time, other people were going through things too. Mm-hmm. So I started a, um, a phone prayer group and we would do that on Sundays. Um, I started journaling more. I started, I prayed like crazy. I said, God is probably like, I have not heard from you in years. And <laughs> All of these prayers, all of a sudden, but I prayed like crazy. Um, and then I kind of looked up just natural ways to to kind of help my mood, mm-hmm. aromatherapy, herbal tea, um, all of that. Mm-hmm. Just anything I could think of, I tried it. Yeah. And it helped. Anything but medicine. I didn't hear you mention that, So, which is really big, because that's usually the first thing people say, right? They prescribe you medicine, mm-hmm. so that's this yeah. is really different. I like the information. <laughs> yeah, I try to steer clear. I try my best. Mm-hmm. Um, but I tell anybody, if medicine is, like I told a friend of mine, I said, when it comes to medicine, if that's like an immediate fix, until you figure out a natural way to do it, then mm-hmm. go for it. Because yeah. um, sometimes they, people don't have the luxury of waiting to see you know, what's going to work or what's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Right. That's true. I like that you say that because that's just in like in every aspect in your life. If there's something, if the medicine's going to help you, go ahead and take it. Right. <laughs> but yeah. Wow. That was very informative. I'm, I'm happy to hear that because there's probably somebody out there, you know, who's had a baby and they just, they don't know. Because a lot of times I think, especially too, in the black community, like mm-hmm. we're just expected to be strong, right? Especially mm-hmm. after you've a baby, and then if you're crying, you're hurt, they're like, oh, she's just hormonal, you know, she just had a baby, she's just tired, she hasn't slept. No, it could There's be, you know, deeper than that. Right. Right. And what you said about your partner that I love so much that made me think, maybe to help women also, maybe there needs to be, you know how, like, women have, like, the, the um, what is it called, prenatal, um, you know, like, preparation and stuff like that to get ready to get the baby? Maybe there should be a pre, like pre-planning or training for fathers or partners, you know, if they're in their lives to kind of help women navigate through, you know, the postpartum if they have it. That would be really helpful because a lot of guys don't know what to do. They're probably thinking the same thing. She's just hormonal. She just didn't sleep well. You know, the baby probably bit her nipple or something, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> All jokes aside, but seriously. And the thing is, too, I never realized that the guy goes through postpartum also. Yep, I was getting ready to say that. I was reading this article and it said that the men do go through it too. Just as, you know, not the same amount. Like it's like 70% for women and like 3% for men. But they, they do go through it too. Because that, they don't know how to handle it. Right. That's 
really interesting. Do you guys know some of the signs or anyone, like what they've said? I would love to talk to a father who has actually experienced that to kind of, you know, because we, we don't think about the dads. You, right. you know, well, I never did it. Experience it. He, he won't call it that, but I believe he experienced it too. And that was another reason why I tried to work on it myself and kind of try to, you know, not be so hard on him because mm-hmm. um, it was an adjustment for him also. I mean, it was a gap, but a 10-year gap between his son and this baby and then an eight-year gap between, you know, my youngest and the baby. So it was a huge adjustment and change for both of us. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, too, like, if we're experiencing certain things like that, we feel like, why aren't they, like, there for us, right? But a lot of yeah. the time, it could be, they're, they're trying to, like, get through the whole thing to themselves. And, I mean, because that, that happened to me where I was like, man, like, I'm going through this. And I don't feel like I had the support from him because he was probably going through his own thing, too. And I right. didn't know that. So we're just, you know, a lot of the time we just need to, like, be mind. I mean, like, while we're in depression, like, yes, mm-hmm. we don't know. But I feel like we still need to be mindful, you know, or just be aware of, like, other people around us, you know. Because right. I, I feel like I didn't do that. And that was something that I felt guilty about when I realized what it was. Mm. Um, I think that would also be good for the the, like family, you know, Mm -hmm. that are around to notice, just check on mom, check on dad too. Yeah. You know, because I honestly, like I'm talking about it right now. I had never thought about it because I was like, I'm the one that had to get this baby out of me. I'm the one (laughs) with contractions, you know, all you did was you were still eating when I was over here. Right. (laughs) But now that y'all say that, I'm like, Dang, okay. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's hard though. Like when you, when you going through it, you don't really know because it's hard because what it is, is we miss a part of ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. So because we do that, we have no idea what to do. We just go through it. But uh, in order for us to like heal from it, we got to get through it. And it was something that we had to get through to be, you know, to heal. Right. You know, I heard someone say, like, years ago, this was before I even had, you know, kids, they said that when you, when a woman gives birth, she basically becomes a new person. Mm-hmm. It's like a new her is born. Yep. And I was like, what were they talking about? And after having my first and then my second, I'm like, oh, I'm still trying to, you know, learn me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, like, who is this person? It's like, you've unlocked so many things that you never even thought about. Mm-hmm. And you're literally still discovering yourself. And I was like, wow. You have, you have postpartum too. See, mine was different because not only was it postpartum, but I kind of didn't allow myself to really feel it because I was going through. So same thing kind of with you, like, you know, getting engaged, you know, having one baby and then the next year, you know, <laughs> having mm-hmm. a whole nother baby. But yeah. while pregnant, losing my father, my brother, two days apart and planning this, you know, the funeral and, you know, like picking their, their, um, coffins and all that stuff like I had to do that without telling my family that I was mm-hmm. pregnant because I didn't want them to worry right because they're I didn't want them to feel like you're taking on too much you're pregnant and because you know people tend to kind of feel like oh you need to go sit down don't do this don't do that so I waited till all of that was done and then that's when I told them and I couldn't allow myself to really cry like even during the funeral because I was afraid that it would be too much stress on my baby that my baby would like be born you know super sad or crying all the time which he still did anyways (laughs) but (laughs) you know it's like I had to 
kind of be like this super woman. And I think after I gave birth, that's when it was kind of like, I want to say maybe three months later, then my emotions kind of caught up to me. They were like, girl, do you know what you just went through? And I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe it. You know, so I was, but I, I'm not a medicine person. I do not like medicine. So I didn't even go see somebody either. I kind of realized I was because I went to my uh, my baby's pediatrician and she asked me all these questions. And at the end, she was like, you know, uh, you might actually have postpartum. So you might want to talk to your doctor about it. I was like, what's she talking about? And then I came home. I'm like, wow. And I think I was talking to Christelle and I'm like, boo-hoo-hooing myself. And I was like, yeah. 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 I did same thing with you. I was like, dear Lord big guy what's up <laughs> i know it's been a while i ain't going to church but i need you <laughs> so no. yeah prayer. i didn't think to start a prayer group though i thought that that's like i like genius. that idea too yeah. yeah yeah a lot of like the things that you did i was like dang wish i would have thought about that so now i'm like hoping anyone else who's pregnant or you know who's about to have a baby or whatever i hope they're listening they're like ah okay ideas so i'm glad we're doing this not just postpartum too but just being a mom in general like we need we all need prayer we need something (laughs) i mean but now i feel like with me it's like it's been years but for y'all too it's like woo. like where do you start you know that's a lot of I work from home with two under two. That's a whole different stress. Mm-hmm. You know, like I have to, and then they're so like clingy, like on me. I can't, I, I know you guys probably never went to the bathroom by yourselves after having kids <laughs> either. But I, not only do I take my laptop with me to the bathroom, but I also have two little ones following behind me. <laughs> mm. So it's, it's insane. I'm like, I'm going to need Beyonce and somebody's nanny for a minute or something, you know, mm-hmm. massage therapist, but Don't having to get a nanny, we'll, we'll revisit that. <laughs> I get a nanny when I go on vacation or something like that. Like I take them with me on vacation and then I get a nanny there, but at the house I haven't really like thought about it yet because I kind of like just multitask and do everything I need to do but or even even just a babysitter just a babysitter that comes and stay in there while you're working you need something because I don't know I I mean I can't know you never know how what you feel or how to feel into you in this situation so kudos to you because I I don't know if I don't you know uh, I had a conversation this is so funny like DJ was like he he just basically kind of like just touch my arm like that and I was like oh wow I didn't even realize my arm was hurting <laughs> like no seriously that's how busy I'd be sometimes like I'm paying attention to everything and I don't even realize like if I'm hurting somewhere and that's when I was like okay I need to definitely pay more attention to myself moms please right, right. pay attention to yourselves a little bit right. more because we yeah. crazy <laughs> so um Bolivia said earlier about going outside I guess it was considered social anxiety right like go being around people so when did you realize like when did you like started feeling yourself Mm, um let's see I had her July probably not until around September October okay started feeling a little more like myself Mm -hmm. and then oh yeah it was October yeah Mm -hmm. and that was because too and he picks on me because he said when i when i would leave the house Mm -hmm. 
he said he wouldn't even talk because he would watch me and I would be looking out the windows like I've never seen. (laughs) (laughs) And he said, I'd be like, wow, people. Right. (laughs) Because I would stay in the house for, it would be like maybe two, three weeks at a time. And then I might leave for like a doctor's appointment or something like that. And even now, typically I'll stay in for like maybe a week week and a half, mm-hmm. and then I'll go to an appointment or run an errand or something like that. But, um, yeah, it, it was a huge, like, I've been in my bubble, like, literally in my bubble, staying here and looking out the window. <laughs> wow. And then initially, we didn't have, because um, we couldn't get, uh, what is it? We couldn't get Wi-Fi and all that stuff out here because we were too deep in the country. Mm-hmm. So it was an adjustment of limited phone coverage nothing to watch so i would literally just be in the house just me and the baby sometimes just looking at the four walls that itself is depressing (laughs) yeah it was at times Mm -hmm. but i needed it because then Mm -hmm. once i actually got back on like social media and looking at it or whatever being able to look at it regularly and then once we got spectrum to come out here and set everything up I realized I wasn't missing anything. Mm-hmm. So even now, we sit in the house sometimes and nothing's on. That's I'm reading, reading my Kindle mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's real good. That's How is your social life then? Um, I don't think I have one. Okay, don't feel bad, girl. I don't really <laughs> have one either. So that's why I asked you the question. <laughs> yeah, we because I didn't want to leave the house. I, we would have gatherings here. Um, we had one, two, I think we had three after months after I had her. Um, I don't know if we're gonna do any this year, but um, that's what I would do. Just to kind of get myself, you know, back into the swing of being around people. It's so funny because I follow you on social media, right? And we're having this talk and you're telling me how, like, you know, you had anxieties. You don't really have, you know, like a, a social, you know, circle or anything mm-hmm. like that. And you had postpartum. From my perspective on social media, mm-hmm. I'm like, she just had a baby. You know, she's working. She looks beautiful. She's snapping back. <laughs> she's having people over at her house. You know, like, you see what I'm saying? Like, social yeah. media really shows you, like, a different thing. Yeah. And there's actually a song out there called People. Uh-huh. By um, I think what's her name? La something like I forgot her name, but watch the video. It really shows you, and she even says in the at the end, check on on people. You just mm-hmm. never know what they're going through, right? Because on show, on social media, they'll show you like I'm good, I'm fine, I'm mm-hmm. happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean don't check on them. Still, right. really check. I was really good at it. Like I'll post a cute picture and I'm doing all this. She'll still call me and be like, "How are you doing? How are you really doing?" Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's just it's crazy because like I'm day and night, completely. Yeah. Day and, day. and you say people, some people like, hide behind social media too. You know, they hide yeah. just like, oh, let me just like pr- tell people I'm this and I'm that. That's one of the reasons why I kind of like stop posting on social media. I'm like, I don't have to share myself. To people right. I don't that that I don't really connect with, you know what I mean, and that's just what it is. Social media, like I rather share what's going on with me, you know, just like my little circle, my bubble. And a lot of the time, like you said, you thought she was like 
Okay. I did. Like, on I was watching media. you guys having events at your house. I'm like, damn, I wish I had friends in here, you know, over here to invite over and have game night and stuff. Like, <laughs> I, I swear to <laughs> <I'm fine. laughs> And the funny thing is, if people watch, they would notice it would be, like, months in between. Because even on my page, it's like, oh, she posted in, let's say, December 2021, mm-hmm. but then she didn't post again until, like, March, April, mm-hmm. or whatever. So, and then as far as, like, her goes, after I had her, I didn't want to post myself at all. So, I would post her, I would post her dad, I'd post her brother, sister, whoever, but I didn't want to post me. So, it it wasn't until we started having the family over, because I didn't see my family the first two, two and a half months. It wasn't until we, you know, had my family over, and then my oldest came over, that's when I felt better. Wow. How how is she handling being big big sister times too? Like <laughs> she wasn't really like she's doing her own thing, so she didn't really care much. Yeah. Um, but the last and then, you know, Jazar's not used to her. And then the last time she was around, she picked her up and she's like, You don't let me kiss you. And then <laughs> like, uh uh-uh. uh. She's crying. <laughs> but she's adjusting um to the whole change. Cause it's it's a big change for everybody, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's one thing we fail to realize, right? We usually just think it's going to be a change for mom, you know, maybe mm-hmm. dad, but we don't really consider, like, the siblings, you know, the family around. So, whew, it's a lot of being considered, boy. We, yeah. We need a reminder. <laughs> and it's like, as I looked at it as, like, as a mom, you have to consider everybody, but in most cases, everybody doesn't consider you. True. True. You're supposed true. to just know and be okay. That's true. All my phone calls are, let me see the babies. I'm like, well, mm-hmm. let me see you too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything all about the baby. Even with um, Victoria, I know it was an adjustment for her. And it was kind of, I think it was hard on her. Really? Because really? at first I always said, at, you know, initially I was like, I don't want to have any more kids because I think that's fair to Victoria. She's a baby. You know, she shouldn't have to go through that. But then, you know, like Christelle said, I did say if I met the right person and that's what we wanted, that's what would happen. And then we planned and then, you know, it happened. And of course she's excited with the baby in my belly. But then it's like once the baby gets here, that's when reality set in for everybody. It's like, oh, shoot, this is what we wanted. Now that she's here, what the heck are we supposed to do? (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was saying. It it doesn't just affect the mom. It affects everyone around you, like with siblings, dad, you know, everybody, you know? And it doesn't just last. It's not something that just lasts, like, a couple weeks it lasts up to three years. Did y'all know? Yeah. Did y'all know that? Postpartum yeah. lasts up to three years. From like 24 hours. It could start from within 24 hours you have a baby until three years later. Whew. So, Man. yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not something to be played with. Like, you know, like you were saying, like, if you need help, get help. Right. Like, go to therapy. You know what I, what I learned to now is meditation. Mm-hmm. I feel like meditations, like to you know, just doing research about healing, because you know I'm like on this healing journey, 
So mm-hmm. the one thing that I learned with um I was reading with postpartum too was meditating. Meditating like helped a lot because it just kind of like put you in your own thoughts, right? So you could kind of like just breathe, <laughs> you know? Because like when things are going on, we don't think about ourselves. We just right. like go, go, go and not th- really thinking about ourselves. But when you actually sit in your own thoughts by yourself, I think like sometimes you could refound yourself a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I love that, but that's dangerous for me. <laughs> You're leaving me with my thoughts that long? <laughs> <laughs> even if even if it's 10 minutes of meditation or five minutes. Yeah, limited time <laughs> is a great, great idea. <laughs> yeah. I just yeah. sit down and I mean, meditate. I'm be honest. You know, I'm yeah. an overthinker, right? If you give me that much time to myself and I'm like analyzing everything, girl, I'm redoing my whole house i'm building a whole new airplane or something within that you give me that much time it's dangerous so maybe five minutes you know meditation don't don't be too in your thoughts because (laughs) overthinking stuff that Mm -hmm. that needed that's another reason i had to work on it really hard because i i used to overthink stuff before Mm -hmm. so it's magnified Mm-hmm. With the dep- with you know the postpartum and depression and all that stuff, right? Yeah, you know one thing I wish I would have done uh, with Cairo when I got pregnant, especially moving to a new you know state with no friends and you know just like limited family. I wish I would have joined like a mommy group before, mm-hmm. you know, or either women that are having babies around the same time or whatever, so that. When we had, you know, our babies, we can kind of, we've already kind of formed some kind of bond and have people to kind of really relate to. Right. Because we can have that. You know, after having a baby, it's like, I felt like no one really around me understood. Mm-hmm. Through, you know? Mm-hmm. So now that I think about it, I was like, man, I wish I would have done that. So if you're out there pregnant or even now, like, I, I finally joined, like, a mommy group of, you know, like, my town. I feel so official about <laughs> <by> it. <laughs> Have I commented? Really? But I'm working on it, you know? <laughs> yeah, you gotta get out of the house. That's something I've been trying to tell her, like... <laughs> but you'll get there. Yeah. But you know what? I joined a, um, a postpartum group on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And... But I had to stop, like, reading the stuff because... And I told myself, I said... Other people's situations are way worse than yours. Mm-hmm. And if I had continued to read that stuff, I would have made myself even more, more depressed. depressed. It right. was some depressing stuff in that group. Mm-hmm. So I had to, and I'm pretty sure there's somebody I probably could have talked to and they helped me and I helped them. But I really wasn't um, willing to risk it because I'm an empath. empath. Okay. And so, you know, you telling me all this stuff is going on with you, and I'm getting emotionally invested. Mm-hmm. And so I had to take, uh, yeah, I had to get myself mm-hmm. off. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that that would have been me, too. It would have been like, girl, really? That's what mm-hmm. you're going through? Right. Like, I can yeah. change it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I said, I need a mommy. A mommy, not a postpartum depression. Right. Yeah. Just so, imagine, yeah. like, put it on somebody else's baggage. You know, that's pretty much what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it drains you. It makes you more sick. Yeah. yeah. Even something as simple as a friend of mine had given me um, formula because it took about two and a half weeks for my milk to come in. 
So the formula that I couldn't use, I put it in this um, formula group. And even like reading the stories in the formula group, I said, yeah, let me <laughs> put this up here and give it away. And then as soon as I gave it away, I deleted myself from the group. <laughs> Not that I'm better than, but I just couldn't, I, I, I couldn't do it. No, it's good that you know your limits. You know yeah. what you know to, what not to allow to drag you. You know, especially if you've right. gone through like such you know like stresses and traumatic you know times. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't want to get yourself back there. So mm -hmm. why even put yourself in that situation? So that's actually really good. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize that they mm -hmm. just you know, get there and get deeper and deeper, and they're mm -hmm. like, before you know it, they're right back to where they started. Exactly. Yeah, trying to help. Us but you got to help yourself first. Right. You yeah. got to help yourself first. That's what we've been trying to talk about this whole time. You got to help yourself because if you're not okay, the people around you are not going to be okay. In order for you to be okay, you got to take care of yourself first. And that's mm -hmm. one thing that I feel like women, mom or women in general need to yeah. like realize that it's not about anybody else but you, you know? Right. So, yeah. But well, you're you're taught to think as a mom to think about your babies and everyone else before you because yeah. you know the moms that speak up and they're like you know oh I'm doing for me and stuff I, I guarantee you if you read the comments she'll be called you know selfish oh my like God. bad yeah. mom you're not taking care of your kids because you're you know you're thinking about you first like mm -hmm. so it's kind of like you don't know like you just can't win so you mm -hmm. just I guess don't listen to outside voices like Bolivia said and if you're a bad mom to somebody, then you know what? I'm so sorry I'm a bad mom to you, okay? Right. Pay my bills and I might care a little bit. We'll talk again. <laughs> there was even a, a woman who she posted, and it, it went viral, um, to have the night doula come mm -hmm. and help her mm -hmm. and how much it was and what the night doula did for her. And people were bashing her for it. And I said, y'all are so judgmental because what if she fell into a deep enough depression that she did something to herself or that baby. Mm -hmm. And this night doula is her saving grace. Right. You don't know what somebody's last, I can't take this anymore right. is going to mm -hmm. be. Mm -hmm. So be quiet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think we were having that conversation yesterday where you don't know, you really, really don't know what somebody's going through. Like she, <laughs> the doula could be her saving grace, mm -hmm. you know? And the judgment have to stop with people and assuming like you don't really know what any, just because they post something on social media does not right. mean that they're okay. Or they're, they're, it, it, I, I don't know. I'm getting upset. Even like trying you know to talk one thing it. I hate that people say, I hate like, social media. ever complain or say, I'm tired. I don't get a break and this and that. And they say, nobody told you to have kids. Mm -hmm. Oh God. What? Mm -hmm. I hate that so much. It's like, are you serious? Like, nobody mm -hmm. told you to comment either, okay? If you don't right. have no kind of empathy, just right. shut up. You know, yeah. but I hate that remark. I hate that comment, but I've heard that so many times. Like, if I say, I just wish I had, you know, a day to myself or I could just do something for myself, and the response, I've gotten this so many times, mm -hmm. nobody told you to have kids. Yeah, that's true. Really? Girl, we'll save that for a whole nother day, a whole nother topic. I could yes, go on definitely. <laughs> Definitely. So, um, do y'all have, I mean, I know this was a lot, but I would love to like really continue because there's so much we could cover in this. Definitely. Like I'm down um, to have a part two, but like, 
Is there anything that y'all will, any advice y'all will give people that's going through postpartum? Um, it's okay to say no. Mm -hmm. And it's not selfish to think about yourself. Okay. Because in most cases, uh, people are thinking about themselves more. They think that they're doing what's best for you, mm -hmm. but they're really doing what they feel is best for them and what's mm -hmm. comfortable for them. So right. you have to be your own spokesperson. Right. And they'll be all right. You just have to make sure you're all right. Exactly. Belinda, what about you? You know, I just, I got mine today from Bolivia, honestly, like, which I thought mm -hmm. is really genius. Like, really try to join, like, you know, if you're a religious uh, prayer group or, you know, mm -hmm. a mommy group or something, like, because there's somebody else that's going through the same thing. Not the depressing mm -hmm. one, okay? Remember that. Not the depressing <laughs> one. The ones where they're really, truly making progress and it's, you know, positive, you know, to get you out of that funk. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I should have thought about that before. That's genius. <laughs> and it's okay. Like the thing too, it's okay to ask for help, you know, like, you know, uh, when you get to the point where you really need it, but you don't know, it's okay to just like, if you're feeling sad, anxiety and all the stuff that Bolivia talked about, um, you know, just like pork, you know, sometimes it's like just concentrated. Like you don't know, cause you could really hurt your child just by not knowing. So sometimes yeah. it's just okay to say, I'm not okay. And ask for help. You know, right. like it's easier said than done, but like just find it in your within yourself to like just like go to somebody, even if it's a stranger or as little as a therapist, like you know, betterhelp.com. They're they're there for you and they're gonna help you. But even if it's if that's all you could do, ask for help and they will help you or find support it. And that's what I wanna talk about next if you guys are up to it. Yeah. Like finding your community, right? Find your community and stick with that community and like just and have boundaries within those communities so where if you're going through something just ask the person like hey i need help can you help me so that way everybody can like kind of just like be there for you you know because sometimes we don't ask for help and we don't like i didn't i knew like Bolivia was going through something because i have reached out hey do you need any help do you need anything but she always said no but i was like you know like because she's like no i'm okay i'm okay i'm okay i was like okay let me give her her time you know, mm -hmm. and I was like, when she, when she's like ready, then she'll talk. And then I was like, but sometimes like, I feel like just leaving them alone could hurt them too more. Yeah. And I've learned. So yeah. basically to be more open as a more mom. More open. You know, really mm -hmm. Or even as a friend, even as a friend, you know. But yeah. It's so a lot of learning lessons. Huh? It is so a lot of learning lessons. It, it really is. So yeah, but yeah, with that being said, we'll definitely talk about that um soon on the next um episode. But thank y'all so like I honestly don't know um who this is gonna help, but if any of this helped you, like I really, you know, just advise you to find help. Yeah. Like, Can you say the better help that what is it, betterhelp dot com? Betterhelp dot com. Okay. Betterhelp dot com helped me through a lot. Betterhelp. <laughs> Com. If you don't feel comfortable mm -hmm. going to your family or friends, go to betterhelp.com. Mm -hmm. Because and sometimes we're a lot more comfortable going to a stranger than our families. And it's okay. I'll save, I'll save it for the next one, but there's a number that I texted to 
Mm-hmm. And I texted her late that night, mm-hmm. and she texts with me all throughout the night, checking yeah. on me. Yeah. Um, but then I'll I'll save it for next time. Okay. Yep. You got to tune in for next time, time then to get that information. You must tune in yes, for that. Yes. <laughs> so you can hear all about it. But yeah, if y'all have any question, comment, or concern, please email us at lovelockafter18 at gmail.com or just hit up hit us up on our social media at love and we appreciate your love and your support and we'll see you on the next episode thank you